Hey, so remember that other day when I when I tweeted? <laughs> remember when I tweeted the one time, several times when I've tweeted? The other day, somebody tweeted us and they were like, hey, I haven't heard you say that you wanted us to tweet at you from Germany, but um, here I am tweeting at you. This is and your I was fault, like, listener. Here's the thing, guys. You're tweeted us. <laughs> if you're from no. Indonesia, no. I want you no. to tweet at us. Brazil, where are you at? Tweeted us. Norway, <laughs> tweeted us. I think you've already asked Norway to. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm ending it. No. <laughs> Get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's our podcast about Harry Potter fan fiction. Wow, that was so fast. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready. we got to push through this because I got some shit for you today. Let's get through this Let's beginning see. shit. Okay. Um, speaking of Twitter, as we what? were in our oh, cold open today. God, um, so here's the thing. <laughs> Somebody tweeted us because we before we saw Endgame, we were laughing. We were joking uh-huh. about me being Hawkeye and uh-huh. it was so funny. So funny. And then we went and saw Endgame. And then we got Dark Hawkeye. I mean, okay, he's just a darker version of his continuously ineffectual (laughs) self. Like, what is he doing? He was like... What did he do? He was like busting up gangs, man. He was like laying down justice. Yeah, yeah, Um, come on. And he had that haircut. It's mostly about the haircut. (laughs) The haircut was so good. You're halfway there. I was, you know. halfway to the haircut. (laughs) We've got to get the other side shaved. I or not. I, I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. You just, you don't ever put it up is the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. It it looks like it takes a lot of maintenance. It would, Is the yeah. issue. And yeah. I'm just not willing to do it. Like, I'm not there for that much hair maintenance. Your head's looking real fuzzy today, though. I don't want to talk about it. Did you get it, it shaved recently? Yeah, I got a cut yesterday. Oh, it looks got very shaved good yesterday. and fuzzy. Thank you. So um, soft. Such a soft head. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got there. Anyway, we just wanted to say that, you know, Hawkeye was maybe a little bit more effective in this movie is what I wanted to say. Do we want to talk about what we finally agreed on? Yeah, we do. Ryan Ryan said that you were Hawkeye. And we laughed. And you were Dormammu. And we laughed. And we laughed. And then then we actually did it. We, as a friend group, sat down, got on a whiteboard, and then listed (laughs) what each of us was. We were like, okay, this person, this person. Everybody did separate lists, and then we brought them together and compared and contrasted the lists and went like, and we argued. And then finally, there was a final list. There was a consensus that Sequoia is. Star Lord and I am. Yeah, that makes the that most that, sense. It, it does work. The and you are. I was. I was Rocket Raccoon <laughs> because I love to eat garbage. <laughs> and we're just little buddies traveling through space. <laughs> what up? Arguing. You know what? It, it works. The dynamic. Works. The dynamic works. I think. I think it does. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's the end of our Marvel segment. It's not though. <laughs> Stick around after oh the God. credits. There's gonna, a post credits. Have a post credits scene in this episode. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. It does have spoilers in it though. So, yeah. so if you're not interested in that, you don't have to listen to it. Yeah. We'll say and bye it'll, and it'll then be... you stop. Yeah. Yeah. But after the buyes, you, we, we will have a post credit. You, you yell bye back and, and then, then you, you stop. stop. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. All right. Let's get to our uh, shout outs. Let's shout out some reviews. All right. Shall cool. we? Start us off. Oh, me? Yeah. Shout out to Percy, who says that our podcast gives them the illusion of having friends, but asks someone to send them help. Sorry, (laughs) but the podcast is the only help we can provide. (laughs) Somebody help that listener. Not us, though. (laughs) Shout out to Amanda, who says that we've helped them realize there are some really 
weirdos out in the world. Thank you, Amanda. We are some real weirdos. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Hogwarts 730, who is back with a second review somehow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How do you people keep leaving multiple reviews? Is this cheating? (laughs) Shout out to... Pizza Ear, who is living proof that even if you've got food products for ears, you'll still love the podcast. What? <laughs> oh my god. Why am I letting you write these? <laughs> Shout out to Crows55, mm. who quotes our bi-yearly co-host Colin to say that listening to our podcast feels like having friends. Which I say isn't sad because having listeners makes me feel like I have friends. Aww. <laughs> Don't though. <laughs> uh, yeah, ignore all the friends we just talked about. Um, shout out to <sighs> Mrs. Hermione Snape, who left us a lovely review and is, for now, spared from us roasting their pairing choices. <laughs> for now. For now. Shout out to Voldemort's baby, whose, <laughs> whose review says, this is dreary, which is correct. This is dreary. <laughs> Shout out to Schmolbs, who says, this podcast is horrifically hilarious, uh, mostly because of all the weird sex stuff. So apparently they like three of our episodes. <laughs> Uh, Shout out to J.N. Peterson. I'm just going to read the first part of this review. (laughs) Excuse me, but how dare you? (laughs) And also, thank you. How did you know (laughs) this is what I needed? (laughs) Um, Glad we could liberate you from feeling shame about loving fanfic. I love that review so much. (laughs) Um, Shout out to Maggie Frew, who is the sister of Mike Schubert of Potterless and who I had the pleasure of meeting at LeakyCon last year. Um, She says we are the only podcast she listens to besides her own brothers, which is such a high compliment. And thank you. And oh, my gosh. What up? (laughs) Happy to have you. Happy to have you all, yeah. listeners. <laughs> Thanks for dropping us Thank those you. reviews. Um, Thank you. We talked about this a little bit when we were writing those down. Um, I love getting these reviews, especially the ones like uh, the last one I did where mm-hmm. they say that we made them make them feel better about loving fanfic. Yes. That is such a... It makes me feel so happy because that is exactly what we're shooting for and... And it means that we're getting across what we what we mean to get across, we love which is very awesome. Fan fiction, fan fiction, so much, and it's it's healthy. <laughs> it is, you health, know, uh, health and lifestyle choice. <laughs> this is a health a and lifestyle podcast and lifestyle choice to love fan fiction. Uh, um, you know, what we also love what fan art. Yeah. We got the sickest fan art oh in the mail, I, dude. This this blows my mind. It's up on t- Instagram and, and Twitter, Twitter so if mm-hmm. you want to go look at it. But somebody sent us fan art of that stupid thing that I say sometimes. <laughs> it's about the points moon, my dudes. Um, but like, oh my gosh, what a, what a what a fucking weird thing that we say on the regular that is just like a kind of like floating weird joke that has no context it's, not a it's joke. just like weird it's just a weird thing uh, can't believe we got uh, thank you so much yes thank you go to elijah um go look at it on twitter or on instagram um we're gonna get a we're gonna get a p.o box so that you guys can yeah, send us stuff if you want two to requests in a week from listeners who want to send us stuff. So we're going to be setting that up. Uh, it'll go up on our website, mm-hmm. I think, definitely. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it when yeah. we get that set up. We'll let you know. But that was, that was a weird that was thing amazing. that happened. Yeah. And we were like, oh, I guess we have to de- have a place where the people send, can send, send us, us stuff. <laughs> um, cool, cool, cool. So uh, we also coming. wanted to shout out everybody who's been um, tweeting about us lately. We've got a lot of that lately, and we really appreciate it. Yep. Tell your friends. Trick your friends. 2019. Trick them. 
Trick them with tweets. <laughs> uh, we also got a couple tweets you asked last time, I believe, for people to tweet at us if they knew a cat that pooped on people's heads. We got a couple tweets from people whose cats are pooping in weird ass places. I'm worried about you. Uh, I'm sorry that's happening to you. Mm-hmm. I wish uh, you all the best with your cat poop problems. Yeah. Got some pictures of some cute cats, though. We did. Cute we did. cats pooping in weird places. Th- they weren't pooping in the picture. They were not pooping in the picture. That's a good distinction to make. Thank you. Please don't send Thank us you. those. Thank you. Do not send us those. <laughs> cool. Christ. I, I, uh, I think we can... I think we can fan fiction now. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I did. I was yelling about how we need to get into this shit. You were. Because this is a little long. Uh, it's not that long. It's pretty typical. I did. So this story was originally about two times as long. So this is another one that I've edited. This one not only got edited for length. Um, I guess I should put this disclaimer here. This story was clearly written by someone very young. Yeah. Which, which, uh, you know, I it this fan fiction hit me, and I was like, oh my gosh, this person is twelve, and I have these memories, and it just brought me right back. I this fan. I'm fiction. so excited when you told me that. I got so stoked because I remember writing all sorts of fucking this, nonsense this as fan a twelve year old. I feel like is something that you would have written when you were twelve. Sweet, that oh, might no, be mean. I'm that so might be excited. mean. We'll see. <laughs> I you you don't know you don't even know the I mean I guess, I guess we've gotten which. some we've gotten some good that some of your summaries that you get that last summary yeah we gotta you know shame Koya the segment's coming back you'll know <laughs> we'll know you'll know when it happens anyway Ooh. so this was this was long kind of poorly grammatically constructed so I, you edited it it's I've touched it all over but keeping the major plot points in as much of the flavor and style as possible. Awesome. As I do. So, so uh it's time for predictions. Yes, it is. Um shit. Fuck you. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, um if you want to share your predictions with us, tweet them at us hashtag #fanficdivination and do at us. Send those in. I love seeing them so much. The title of this fanfic is Hawaiian Fantasy. <laughs> the genre is romance and drama. Oh my god. And it was written. It was written pre-order of the yes! Phoenix. Oh man. I think I was probably the same yes, age as this was. author when they wrote it. Love it. Give me them fucking predictions. Oh, my God. Okay, so was it 2003? 2003. April 2003. We were 12. Yes. Yes. This could have been written by either of us. Fuck yeah. I am so pumped. Hawaiian fantasy? Sweet. All right. (laughs) Romance and drama. Can my first prediction be that none of this story takes place in Hawaii. You can predict that. Okay. <laughs> prediction number one. None of this story takes place in Hawaii. Great. Uh, prediction number two. This story features a made-up spell. Okay. And prediction number three. Um, I'm going to guess this is Ron Hermione. <laughs> Nice. Because of what you said earlier. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Okay. Send your predictions in. Hashtag fanfic divination. Do add us. Let's do this thing. Oh, my God. <sighs> my heart's racing. Ten years after Cedric Diggory's death. Holy shit. What? Cho Chang. Yes! Was still mourning for him. Cho Chang is here! Oh, you hear that, JD? I got JD. this for you! JD! <laughs> Cho Chang is here! Cho Chang, y'all. <laughs> oh, amazing. Okay, 10 years after Cedric after Diggory's Cedric death. Diggory's death. Cho Chang was still mourning for okay. him. Okay, yes. Mid 20s. Super healthy. Very healthy. Wizards need therapy. Yes. Good. 
She felt so sad, since Cedric was the boyfriend who really cared for her. Other guys just wanted her for her popularity and beauty, but Cedric was different. And Cho never loved again. Oh my god! <laughs> Why do you think I would write this? <laughs> no, I would. We'll get there. We'll get there, man. <laughs> It was summer holidays, and Cho was in Hawaii alone. Her parents had offered to treat her by paying for a trip to Hawaii to give her some time alone to think. Cho was grateful and accepted. Wait, it was summer holidays? From, yeah. It's from she, she went from on what? a summer holiday. Okay. She's gone on right. a holiday She's in gone on a holiday summer. in the summer. She's in Hawaii. By herself. Just thinking. About, about Cedric. Okay. <laughs> She was lying down in a chase lounge by the beach wearing a new blue bikini that made her stunning blue eyes stand out. <laughs> we get so much eye talk in yes! this story. I love a good outfit description. Outfit? Outfit. Yes. She's check. on the beach. Beach. Eyes. Eyes. Check, check, check. <laughs> she thought and thought about Cedric and his death. Oh my God. Awful. They're really, really like drilling it in here. Cedric like, is dead. Guys, so here's the thing. Cedric's dead. And Cho. Cho. It's not okay. <laughs> she was unaware that a black-haired, green-eyed, famous Fucking guy. King. What? Uh, or should I say <laughs> wizard? Was making his way <laughs> towards her. What's Harry doing in Hawaii? He's sitting on a beach thinking about Cedric. Just thinking about him. <laughs> and Man, his death. Cedric sure did die 10 years ago. <laughs> that really sucked. Oh, man. I like that he's a famous guy. I mean, a wizard. <laughs> so cute. Joe sounded the dark but somehow comforting voice of Harry Potter. <laughs> How is your voice dark? <laughs> that was a dark voice, wasn't it? Do it again. Joe. <laughs> it was less dark. I was doing like Batman voice that first time. Joe. <laughs> he is the knight, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the witch turned to look at him, quite startled. As soon as she recognized who it was, she smiled forcibly. She's like, I would like to sit on this beach alone. Thinking about thinking about Cedric, Cedric and that he's dead. Please do not disturb me, you famous wizard. <laughs> Harry smiled back at her and occupied the chase lounge next to her. Hello, Cho. We meet again, he said formally, what yet jokingly. <laughs> no, say it again. Say it again. You're, are you doing formally slash? Oh, sorry. <laughs> jokingly? Hello, Cho. We meet again. <laughs> Like maybe two steps away from Xenophilia's love good. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I'm never gonna let it go. Look, I've been thinking about a Cho voice for a second, and I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna bust it out in a second here, and okay. you're gonna have to tell me if I'm way off base. But you're gonna, uh, that's okay. not gonna happen right okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm I'll prepare myself. Somehow Cho found herself laughing. Somehow Cho had laughed in ten years. <laughs> it rarely happened. Oh my god! She surveyed Harry with her ice blue eyes and found him quite sexy. <laughs> he was wearing black swimming trunks only. Wow! Only. <laughs> Not even a puka shell necklace yeah, to right. go with. Having a bracelet and some flippy floppies. <laughs> yeah, Harry, you're gonna step on a rock. <laughs> he was slightly different from ten years ago. He was no longer looking at her with pleading eyes. Oh my god! One of her friends had told her that look was because he had a crush on her. She didn't deduce that herself. She had to be told by a separate person. Because she was like, what is wrong with that face you're making at me? <laughs> Did she think that he just made that face all the time? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Not a well man. Well, he was always making it when he was looking at her, so she wouldn't She wouldn't totally, know. Yeah. yeah. She wouldn't no know any, any other way. Yeah. 
<laughs> Harry, hi. Oh my god. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Cho said. There's very little that I can do with my voice. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's good. Mm Okay, good, good, good. Excellent. Mm -hmm. It's going to work really well with this story. No, it's not. Great. Harry answered her question with another sexy smile. (laughs) I thought he was going to answer your question with another sexy question. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing has been sexy. It's gotta be sexy, the whole thing. I'm fine. You? I'm fine. Oh, you? He is fine. He's fine today. That's true. Just black ceramic trunks. Only. Only. <laughs> what if they're really like long? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm imagining like a 90s. They've also got pockets in them. I mean, it's 2003, so, so... not off base. <laughs> not off base. He is missing the puka shell necklace, though. Rude. Cho returned his mesmerizing smile. I'm a little better. <laughs> better than 10 years ago. Oh, my God. Cho! <laughs> his eyes clouded over for a second. It really hurts for me, too. I forced him... To take the cup with me. Wow. Still traumatized. Well, he was. He was sitting on the beach thinking about Cedric <laughs> yeah. and his death. Yeah. That was real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Maybe, I guess Hawaii is just where you go to be by yourself and think about Cedric. Cedric. <laughs> I mean, I think about Cedric sometimes by myself. On the beach in Hawaii? No. Oh. <laughs> it's not your fault, Harry. You didn't know. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. You didn't know. <laughs> she forced herself choke to choke through a sob. Oh, my God. I guess. Do you want to join me for dinner tonight? Wow, Harry. He asked, taking her hand. Wow. No was the answer that popped directly into Cho's mind. Yep. But she found herself saying, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry about Cedric. Let's go on a date. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm the uh... Harry kissed her hand lightly. Is this the first time you've had a date since since Cedric? He Why asked would you timidly. say that? I know, right? Why would you do that? He's just, che- he's just checking. Just check it. Why would you say that? He wants that? to know if he like really needs to bring his A game or like she hasn't been on a date in <laughs> a long time. So you can just sort of like out through it. Yeah. Cho only nodded. Oh, I promise to be nice for you. Harry said. Oh. Oh. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. It sounds gross. It does sound gross. <laughs> Oh, no. Cho nodded again. It's all right, Harry. I'm not going to run away from dates forever. I've got to go now. (laughs) Oh, no. I feel like you can't get much closer to running away from dates than, like, going to Hawaii. Let's go on a date. Okay, bye. And then, yeah. (laughs) Oh, just, like, going to Hawaii by yourself? Like, going to Hawaii by yourself. I think that's about as far away from a date. As you can get. Yeah. Really. Ah, dating yourself. Yeah. On the beach. In Hawaii. (laughs) (sighs) Harry nodded. I heard you're staying at the Hawaiian Waves. I don't know where he heard that from. Oh, my God. Where did he hear that? Why do you know that? Did he follow her to Hawaii? It's entirely possible. Oh, my God. I'll come. Everyone needs to get over it. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's a little bit... I'll come pick you up. Cho's lips broke into a smile. Sure. My room is 1516. Please come at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> oh. Very punctual. Harry went to the hotel beside the one where Cho was staying. It was the Hawaiian Paradise, one of the most popular hotels in Hawaii, aside from Hawaiian Waves. 
love this. I love, I love that, that detail. <laughs> this, this poor author has never, never been, been to Hawaii. Hawaii. And maybe has <laughs> never been to a beach. <laughs> and I love them. <laughs> oh. I think I'd rather stay at Hawaiian Waves. Yeah. Because you stay at the most popular one. You want to stay at the most popular one. Right. Yeah. 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 Not the second most popular. Not the second most popular one. Come on. Well, he didn't want to make it seem too much like he was stalking her. (laughs) So he stays in the hotel next to hers. Yeah. Instead of the same hotel. You're doing a great job, Haley. Where she was staying. (laughs) (sighs) Harry, after five years of Quidditch, had struck it rich. He was now traveling around the world, and it was such a coincidence that he met Cho here. No, it wasn't. One. Definitely wasn't. Two, he was already rich. Yeah. (laughs) Even more rich. He did not need to strike it rich. His best friends, Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger, were also famous. And the three. I thought I was going to say, we're also there. No. I was like, why are they there? (laughs) I made it extra weird. We're all so famous. And the three of them had paparazzi always following them. Yes, they did. I would have written this part. (laughs) Ron was now a professional chess player. And Hermione was the editor for Witch Weekly. I'm sorry, that that, that must be a typo. (laughs) Hermione's the editor of Yes, Glitter. First of all, I like that Ron is a chess guy and is famous. (laughs) For being real real good at chess. chess. Yep, he is. Rich and fame. Paparazzi following him all over the place. Uh Uh-huh. Famous chess star, Uh Ron Weasley. Famous magazine editor. Yeah. (laughs) Paparazzi. Paparazzi really need to. <laughs> well, you know wizards, what? Wizards just don't really have celebrities, I think, is <laughs> what I would guess. Can't all follow the Minister of Magic around. Ron was currently dating Lavender Brown. Of course. And Hermione was dating Dean Thomas. What? I'm sorry, that's a typo too. Hermione's dating Dragon. Dragon, not Dragon. <laughs> Oh. Dean Thomas, that's not one I see right? a lot. I was very surprised. Huh. I mean, I it's it, a I Harry slash Joe fic. The pairings are all going to be bizarre. Yeah, I mean, they still could have paired Ron with Hermione. That's they didn't, so though. They didn't. I don't I don't know <clears throat> how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cho worked for Hermione as a part-time editor for everyday fashion, but Harry hadn't seen her in years. Oh, she's a work from home. Think about Cedric type. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, poor Joe. Seriously. Somebody help. Oh, this she's about girl. to get so much help. Oh, God. A passage of time. Is it going to be nice? <laughs> it's very nice for her. <laughs> Joe took a bath in her huge bathtub. Taking her wand, she murmured a spell, and instantly her tub was filled with rose petals. She nice. also murmured a spell to make her and her hair smell like roses, too. Wasn't enough to put rose petals in the bath. Nah. She That's got not, a real smell like roses. It's, yeah, it's more of an She's going thing. on a date. The first date in 10 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> this can only go well. Yes. I think. At promptly 7.30, her doorbell rang. Still in the tub? No. Harry was dressed in a black suit. Cho is smi- only. <laughs> he had to put only at the end. <laughs> he has the swim trunks on I'm under sorry. there. <laughs> Didn't take them off. Um, Cho smiled to herself as she surveyed him again with her aqua eyes. Ooh, they're aqua they have been now. Three colors <laughs> so far. Three different colors. <laughs> I'd like to point out. She's surveying Harry in his black swimming trunks and like uh and like a blazer. <laughs> yeah. That sounds Only. like what you would go on a date in Hawaii to someone that has never been there. I'm like, I don't think we have any listeners in Hawaii, but if we do, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> tweeted us. No. Jesus Christ. Uh. <laughs> 
she's surveying him with her aqua eyes. Well, yeah. He thought she looked nice in a long periwinkle strapless chiffon dress. Wow. Doing it up. Yeah. When do you think when she got packed to go to Hawaii, she was like, take this date dress. Just in Just case. In case. <laughs> Dating myself. And then I want to take myself out to a nice dinner. <laughs> yes. Nice. That's what I always do when I'm packing. Nope, I don't. I say, <laughs> which of these will wrinkle the less when I wad it into the bottom of my suitcase? <laughs> the chiffon wrinkle. <laughs> I don't know. What is chiffon? Is that a name? No. <laughs> Maybe. Harry took Cho's arm and led her to the entrance of the hotel, where a black stretched limousine was waiting. Oh, my God. Hmm, totally classy. I'm... <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, did she say that out loud or in her head? Thought oh, good. <laughs> with a smile. <sighs> I hope this will impress her, Harry thought. Oh, my God. I love this. So good. I love it. I, love... I also thought that all dates included a limo when I was 12. <laughs> I love how this author, this author is going to do this a couple more times where they're both thinking basically the same thing. I love, love it. it. Harry thought as the chauffeur opened the door for the couple. This is the first time I've ridden in a stretch limo, Cho said to herself, unaware that Harry was listening. <laughs> Couldn't keep that one inside. Couldn't keep it inside. Too impressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry was surprised. Really? I thought you rode in these all the time. Why? Why would a, anyone ride in them all the time? She's a part-time editor for everyday fashion. Guess glitter. Section. Uh, By the way, we're going to plush red tonight. Hope that's okay with you. I t- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Plush red? Plush red. Wow, that's... Cho turned to her date, raising a plucked eyebrow. You gotta know how she's looking. Three. <laughs> she has like, like, like a, like a, like, like a one hair, one hair wide yeah. eyebrow. <laughs> right, that's how we looked then, right? Yeah, as thin as possible while still being able to like glean that there's an eyebrow there. <laughs> Cho turned to her date, raising a plucked eyebrow. The plush red. That's the most expensive restaurant in Hawaii. (laughs) And the most romantic, she added to herself. Out louder in her head. She the the (laughs) most romantic was in her head. Oh good, good. Um Oh man, I like how this is common knowledge. Um also she did. She did some research before she came to Hawaii. She got she one of those got travel some, books. Uh, do you think that the author thinks that Hawaii is just one big island? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Amazing. <laughs> plush red. Harry uh, blushed. It was true that plush red was the most expensive restaurant in Hawaii. But he had not intended to impress Cho. He just wanted to make her happy after nearly 10 years of mourning. Oh, my God. He's just hey, a good guy. Hey, did you know that Cedric's dead? <laughs> you know, I found that um, when you're on dates, it's really a good idea to bring up their dead ex-boyfriend <laughs> as much as possible. And if you have a dead ex-boyfriend... Just mention him all the time. I think this is good. This person wrote this before Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. They didn't even know of the disaster date to come. They did. So really, this is, they knew where the characters were going. seems to have written this with the assumption that Harry and Cho were never going to talk again. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Most expensive over here. Did you know he struck it rich? He's, he's struck it rich. He's struck it rich. Playing and the Quidditch. 
fully able to take you to plush red. Oh my god, I love fucking jobs. <laughs> pick jobs for the characters. It's one of my favorite things. Ron's a professional chess player today. Gah. It's the only thing he's ever been good at. Yeah. <laughs> Rude. That was being sorry. Sorry, Ron. Rude. Harry rolled up the window between them and the driver to give them some privacy. Oh, Jesus Christ almighty. Cho, I want to ask you something, he said, smiling apologetically. But if it's too personal for you, please don't bother to answer. Do you ever think about how Cedric's dead? (laughs) Although I do feel like, you know, in The Winter Soldier when... Well, I'll just re- no. When that's like, when that's like, I th- feel like li- you not answering answers the question, though. Yeah. Shoot. Why did you agree to be with me tonight? Oh my God. Jesus, Harry. Harry, Jeez. it's the beginning of the day. You yeah, just got in the car. Yeah, but what? Did you know that her ex-boyfriend's dead? <laughs> gotta gotta know why she would want to be with him if that happened. No. It's it's prime time I get over Cedric, Harry. And besides, I like you a lot. That were those were none of the thoughts she had. All the thoughts yes, she had was this point she no. Was like, no. <laughs> don't want to. Why no, am I laughing? Good. Yeah. <laughs> she was just so her mind was so clouded with thoughts of Cedric earlier. She and then she time, saw she, the stretch limousine. Yeah. And they're going to plush red. And they're going to plush red. And she's so. like, damn, he struck rich. We gonna make out. <laughs> I like you a lot. She looked down, trying hard not to blush, but failed. Oh, yeah, of course. Harry blushed red, too. You like me? <laughs> so cute. Oh, it's adorable. Cho laughed, a, smi- a sound he'd always wanted to hear. Yes. This revelation gave Harry some encouragement. Cho, may I kiss you? Dude, you just got in the car. But her de- boy ex-boyfriend's <laughs> dead, and she likes him. The pump the brakes, Harry. May I kiss you, he asked. Cho looked up and smiled at Harry. She leaned towards him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know that this I can is... read this section. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I can get through this. I can get through this. <laughs> This is my favorite. This is my favorite thing. This, this section. I need to. I need to preface this. When this shows up in fan fictions, <sighs> his lips met hers for the first time, and Harry treasured show's taste. <laughs> Tent- Tent- you gotta let me get through this. Tentatively, he touched his tongue on her lips. Her lips parted, allowing him entrance. Which is my favorite sentence in all fan fiction. <laughs> Harry entwined his hot tongue onto Cho's. <coughs> Cho tied her hands around his neck and they continued to kiss deeply. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god my favorite thing this is it descriptions <gasps> of kissing written by people who have never held hands <laughs> with a member of their preferred sex <laughs> It's my, oh my favorite God. fucking thing. That was incredible. Also, like, we just got in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've, wow. been tre- I've been testing out this kissing method on my husband recently. <laughs> we are. He is divorcing me. <laughs> Good. Great. You lean in, closed mouthed, mouth closed, and then once your lips are, your closed lips are touching, touching. you stick your tongue out, 
and just kind of <laughs> lick the outside of their lips until they open their mouth. <laughs> and then you jam your whole tongue in their mouth. Oh my god. And that is how your kissing hot tongue. works. Your hot tongue. Yeah. The tongues are hot. <laughs> and that is what kissing is. <sighs> Where did this idea come from? It is pervasive. I don't know. That's a great question. It's everywhere. I bet I could find a very similar passage. In one of yours? In one of mine from yeah. the, from the same yeah. era. And I don't know. I don't know why. Why did everyone think that was how kissing worked when we were 12? I don't know. Do 12-year-olds still think that? I don't know. Not like we know any 12-year-olds I don't ask. know any 12-year-olds. <sighs> All right. Wow. All right. Out of breath, they pulled out rather hastily. <laughs> Man. Cho looked down and Harry smiled to himself. That was a good makeout. Go team. I thought for one millisecond, I thought he'd said that. <laughs> and then he goes in that for was, the high five. That was some editorializing, my bad. <laughs> The car stopped in front of Plush Red then. The chauffeur opened the door, and Harry helped Cho out of the car. Someone showed them to an almost hidden table that he specifically reserved just for them, and he looked at Cho's aqua eyes. That's the makeout table. Yeah, buddy. In my restaurant, every table's the makeout table. You've told us. <laughs> He couldn't believe that he was turned on so much just by looking at those sparkling eyes. Should I ask her if she wants to screw? Harry thought. Wow. Dude, you just got to the restaurant. Should I ask her if she wants to screw? <laughs> So good. Word choice, my dude. Harry. (sighs) Harry, keep it together. He hasn't been on a date in 10 years either. He hasn't. Well, he hadn't been on a date 10 years ago. He's never been on a date. He has never (laughs) been on a date. All right. That checks out. There we go. Checks out. Checks, checks, checks out. Checks out. Checks out. Cho noticed Harry staring at her eyes intensely. This is. I can't. Her glittering turquoise eyes. Yes. His That's color number four. Color number four. <laughs> met his mesmerizing green ones. So good. I'm falling in love with Harry. Jesus Am I Christ. ready for it now? Oh my God. She asked herself. We haven't had dinner. <laughs> yeah, but they, uh, they, uh, <laughs> Cedric's dead. <laughs> Harry's never been on a date. She hasn't been on a date in 10 years. Yeah. She's in love. Yeah. Okay. We have not gotten appetizers yet. Oh. <laughs> uh. The food that he had ordered before he left his suite arrived. Damn. God damn, Harry. You know what I love on a date? When a dude orders fucking food for you? Eat my shit. <laughs> my nuts. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I've, I've never been on a date. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. Never been on a date. I hate <laughs> I hate the idea of it. How's that? I I mean, I've been waiting tables for 800 years or whatever. Uh I hate it when I'm waiting a table and the dude orders food for both of them. I hate taking that order. It causes me physical pain. Do you just vomit onto the table? (laughs) Usually I'll look at her and like ask her direct questions while looking into her eyes. Just make the experience as uncomfortable as possible for everyone involved. Yep. Great. I get great tips. I get live. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Everything about this story is so good. Wait for the food. Here we go. 
Ooh, food description. There were two plates of risotto mm. and Cho's favorite French meal, bouillabaisse. Like from before. <laughs> she ate that once in book four. It's her favorite food. Incredible. And some escargot. Ha ha ha. What are these? Joe <laughs> asked curiously, pointing at the risotto and the escargot. Yes. She's never left her house in 10 years. Harry smiled to himself. He described what they were. Joe Cho... <laughs> learned quickly and excitedly tasted the delicious French food. Oh, my God. I don't think risotto's French. Uh, A. No. B. What is happening? <laughs> I like that we just get Harry explain them. <laughs> What if I don't, what if I as the reader don't know what risotto is? Yeah, wait. What about me? What's escargot? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Oh my god. Cho has not left her house in ten years. <laughs> How is she the fashion editor at a magazine? <laughs> she does like the retro <laughs> column. She's just editing. She's like a copy editor. How's that? <laughs> After their delicious dinner, Cho sipped her Coke, a muggle soda. A muggle soda. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for letting us know. A muggle soda. (laughs) Who, yep. Did you enjoy the food? Harry had to ask. Yes. Thank you for the evening, Harry. Do you want to go back to the hotel now? She asked. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Actually, I was wondering if you'd like a walk on the beach, Harry admitted. He stood up and offered her his hand. Cho took it. That's perfect. (laughs) She smiled brightly at Harry. (sighs) Together, they went back to the limousine and were driven back to the beach near their hotels. And we're going to cut it right here because we are at about, what do you think, like 45 45 minutes of recording time, which is about where we normally want to go. We are fucking halfway Halfway. through this story because it's too beautiful and perfect for one episode. I thought we could do it in one. I was fucking wrong. Here we are. You welcome to the two part episode. A surprise. Hawaiian fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um. We'll see you next week on not next Hawaiian week. Fantasy next episode on yeah two weeks from now we'll, uh, we'll wrap get this the... we'll wrap we'll get the rest of what's we'll gonna the... happen next what's gonna happen what's gonna happen next? next will they screw <laughs> <laughs> uh, will they touch their tongue to the outside of closed lips some more Will there be more hot tongue-on-tongue action? Oh, my God. Will Cho bring up Cedric more times? Is Cedric dead? Find out next time. Oh, my God. Incredible. All right. Cool. We're doing a two-parter. All right. How do you feel? Uh, wow. I feel like I've been transported back in time. Yeah. You know, to yeah, like uh, 2003 to 2003. Oh. And I this is amazing. This is incredible. This is this is features so many. It's, it's it hit every it checked all of my boxes. We yeah. Got weird eye descriptions, uh-huh. clothing descriptions, mm-hmm. the kissing scene. The kissing scene is just oh. perfect. Just perfect. Weird job assignments. <laughs> Love it so much. Okay, so um, let's let's uh your predictions. My predictions, great. So I'm gonna do a second set of predictions for the second half of the thing. We did that sure, last. We time. did do that last time. Yeah, we'll do that I'll again. Do I guess two instead of three or. But one would you or say so? But... She used a spell in this to fill her bathtub with rose petals. Was that a made up spell? No, because there was no there was no incantation. Right, right, no incantation. Okay, yeah. so um, that's uh, yeah, that's actually well, I won't. Yeah. And it's in Hawaii. There we go. And it's not Ron Hermione, very not clearly. Ron Hermione. So, They're not even no together points. in the background. Yeah. Fucking rude. No points for me. Cool. Uh, 
Cool, cool, cool. Now it's time for Quick, quick Fix. Okay. <laughs> My quick fix today is called A Clash of Darkness. Called what? A Clash of Darkness. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. Um, this is a story where Harry and Draco are best friends in Slytherin. No. An AU. And this is the AU. This is the AU. Harry and Draco are best friends in Slytherin, and they get sent back in time no. to the Marauders era. No, yes. <laughs> and it is not even close to finished, uh, which is the, the worst. Oh, that's a great premise. The worst. Um, but like <laughs> Harry's dad is there nice. and Lily is there nice. and, um, Harry hates Dumbledore and it's like, oh, when is this guy just going to die? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're back in time. So, you know, it's not, not now. Soon. Why um, is Harry in Slytherin? We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, and is Harry, uh, are Harry and Draco still in Slytherin when they go back in time? Um, so they go back in time and appear in the middle of the sorting ceremony and like scare a Hufflepuff. How old are they? Does it say? Clearly not of sorting age. And then they get sorted? Um, they do get sorted into Slytherin. Appear Again. in the middle of the sorting ceremony and Dumbledore's like, yeah, fine. Let's work these guys. <laughs> and then he's like, I think we should have a chat. And Harry's like, oh, when will this guy just die? <laughs> so weird. Anyway, I'm, I it's... was really invested in the premise of the story. And, and then was it was very one chapter sad long. that it was one chapter long. Oh, I hate yeah. that. Yeah, I found so sad. Recently. Also, they go back in time and they have to pretend that they're not who they are. No. Because they're at the same time as their parents. My name is... Cyril Gray. Gray. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So their names are Draco Mallard. No. And Harry Porter. <laughs> Why is Draco <laughs> Draco Mallard? Fuck For life. Weird shit. Anyway, that's my quick fix. If you have any ideas of where that'll go next, tweet them at us. <laughs> All right. Now, now it's, it's time, time for the Rex <laughs> We both start talking at the same time, and then I didn't know what to do. We have that's a what thing I did. For the, we have a thing right. for the Rex Zone. But we started talking. We did, start, we did the intro into the Rex Zone bit no. at the same time. No. <laughs> so? We do it in the radio. Fuck you, man. Let's do it again. No. <laughs> okay. What's your the story I have for you today in this section of the podcast <laughs> where we recommend stories we've enjoyed. <laughs> it's called First Signs of Magic, Hermione Granger, and it the premise is that. So it's an okay. older story about um, when Hermione first displayed uh, magic and how her parents dealt with that oh. and kind of the fallout of that. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. So I thought it was a interesting premise. I, I love things like this, missing yeah. scenes, things like that. Uh, it's pretty cool, fairly well done, and that link will be in the episode description. It and will also be uh, on our... Website. Website. Um, <laughs> on our whole list of recommendations that you can find on our website, you can also find our story submission form. Yes. Send us everything. <laughs> sure. That's fine, I Send guess. Send us. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a specific request? Is there something you want? No. No? Okay, send us everything. Send, send me that weird shit. That's my that's always that's my always standing request. request. Send me that weird, weird shit, shit. But also send Sequoia that weird I shit. I know. Send me so stuff. That is too. actually something we've been meaning to touch on recently. Um we get so we on our story submission form, there's an option of which host or both of us of who to send them to. Mm -hmm. We get a lot that are actually just sent to both of us. If you think it would be good for the podcast if it's in our time period mm -hmm. before the seventh book came out, 
about the right length and sufficient weirdness, send it to one of us and it'll be more likely that we can use it for the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah, because if you send it to both of us, we'll both read it. We might accidentally both read it before one of us is like, no, wait, don't read that. Exactly. So send it to one or the other and it's more likely that we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah. So do that. Um, but if you if you do find something that's just kind of generically you want us to read, do send it to both yes. of us. Yes, send me some next gen. Um, we have also on our website some merch. We've got Draco's Father Will Have You Killed posters that I yes. love. Such a great poster. We've got stickers. Um, we will also be having a Hold for the Text Please bookmark. Yeah, that's almost ready to go the, out. Yeah, it, it should be ready to go out just right after this episode airs. So yep. keep an eye on our Twitter and our Instagram um, and we'll let you know when that's ready to roll. Or just look at our merch on our website. There's just lots. Just constantly really refresh the merch page. Do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Every That'll five seconds <laughs> until it uh, shows up. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fanatical Fix. We also have an email, fanaticalfix at gmail.com, if you want to send us some longer thoughts. Yeah. Um, we're, we'll let you know as soon as we've got that P.O. box information if you want to send us any physical items. Yeah, send us stuff. Something, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have it. Um, (laughs) Here it comes. If you want to help out our little podcast. If you like our podcast. If you like us. If you think this is a good thing that we're doing. (laughs) If you'd like to encourage our madness, um, leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook. We will shout you out. At the top of the episode. Trick Trick your friends 2019. That is another way you can help with the podcast. Just tell, trick your friends into yeah. listening to the podcast. Yeah, tell your tell your friends all about it. Don't or tell don't your tell friends them all, all about, about it. it. This, is, <laughs> this, is a, this is a grift. You're tricking them. <laughs> you're running a con. Right. It you, the fun. listener, do yeah. that. That's a fun time. Or you know, mention us on Twitter when people are like, "I like fan fiction." Yeah, that happened. Love it. Um, we also have a Patreon. If you would like to support us. Yeah, if you would like to support us. We've got some uh, bonus audio content, bonus written content. We, um, The Hold for the Text Please bookmarks will be the physical item for our $7 patrons yep. this month. Um, and we recently put up an episode there where we talked about the three oldest Weasley siblings. We're just doing some we're talking about, fun Harry Potter yeah, stuff over there. Yeah, we're talking there. about canon stuff, our feelings about the characters, kind of breaking down what we think about Bill being the hottest Weasley. Don't exactly. add us. Do not add us. He just is. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Patreon, we do have it for uh, after six months of being a patron on our Patreon. We do a little custom shout out. So here we go. Got a couple of those today. Yeah. Here we go. James, can you go lounge sexily on someone else's books? I'm going to go get the librarian, Susan, to throw you out. Amazing. I feel like I brought it back down a little bit. Yeah, I think you reeled it in and I appreciated it. And I'm sure my grandma will as well. Hi, grandma. (laughs) All right. When the Gryffindor Quidditch team can no longer play Quidditch due to the insane size of their Quidditch-toned muscles, they turn to Hogwarts' most nefarious prankster, Brian, to pull off the biggest prank the Wizarding World has ever seen. Will Brian be able to postpone all Quidditch matches until the team is able to slim down, or will the Slytherin team thwart the prankster's plans and walk away with the Quidditch trophy? And you can't qu- cancel Quidditch, or can you? Lol. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that was a. Uh... Brian was the one who sent us Quidditch shown muscles, which is like an MVP of, <laughs> of story form really? submissions. Yes. So we did a little tribute to Quidditch shown muscles for Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. And of course, for our theme song, thank you to the Whomping Willows. It's their amazing song. Wolf Star. All right, that's gonna wrap us up for today. Come Remember, back next time for more, for more <laughs> fucking Hawaiian fantasy. And stay tuned after the credits. For our after credits. No, these scene. are the credits. Not at, these are the credits. These are the credits right Bye. now. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
Okay. So. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sequoia. <laughs> look at me. I need you to look oh, at me. Oh, God. And I need okay. you to let me get through okay. this. Fine. At the end of Endgame, Cap has jumped back from a different timeline. I don't want any questions about that. Do okay. not at me. Nope. Do not at me about any of this. <laughs> Cap has jumped back from another timeline where he went and lived his whole life with Peggy in a separate timeline. In this yes. separate timeline, there was an original Cap who's frozen in the ice. My argument is <laughs> that the Captain America that we know and love could not live knowing that he himself was frozen in the ice, not getting a happy ending. So Cap and Peggy would have to have gone and gotten him, unthawed him, and then Steve couldn't let the other Steve, (laughs) Steve Prime, couldn't let different Steve not have a happy ending of its own. So the two Caps and Peggy would obviously form a truple. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. And then this this beautiful truple... (laughs) of Cap Prime, other Cap and Peggy. Cap Cap wouldn't be able to live with himself if he didn't go rescue Bucky as well. (laughs) So they go to Siberia, rescue Bucky. Now we've got a quadruple on our hands. (laughs) And... Because now we live in a world where you can jump into different realities and pull out as many people as you want from those other realities. They would just keep universe hopping, pulling Bucky's, just saving those Bucky's until we have enough Bucky's to run a train on Cap. Just run a train. And I know that that Bucky has gotten a version of the super soldier serum himself. So he's obviously powered up enough that he could really just go to town again. We got a ton of Bucky's in this train. But here's the thing about Cap Sequoia. He can do this all day. 